spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Angels to aliens. From ghost stories to angel encounters. Bigfoot sightings. Alien abductions near-death experiences, and more. Get advice and insight with Angels to Aliens. Heidi Hollis, The Outlander. Outlander. Welcome, welcome everybody to Angels to Aliens with me, Heidi Hollis, the Outlander here on the Believe Podcast Network, which is the number one podcast network for professionals. The question is, do you believe? Join me here where I discuss the most incredible stories on the planet, from UFOs to aliens, ghosts, anything and everything. I just love all of this stuff. And I also welcome you, the listener, to send over any story or topic you'd like me to discuss here on this program. And lately, I've been on a UFO alien kind of kick and weird science. I I don't know. I'm I'm digging it, and I hope you guys are too. Remember, if you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. And we are also available on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you could go to at Believe Podcast or Believe.com. That is B-L-E-A-V.com. And know that you could find me on all sorts of social media platforms at one Heidi Hollis. So that means Facebook, Twitter, all that other good stuff. So, and I'm just getting hip to TikTok. I know I'm on the late show for that, but it's okay. I'll start putting some videos up there quite soon. Now, my favorite thing I've been doing lately are my UFO blast reports. And I'm telling you, this is just so fascinating and so interesting. People all over the world who are going to places like MUFON, if you don't know what that is, that is the Mutual UFO Network, and they put their reports there. And and patterns that you see forming with this are just absolutely incredible and anybody can witness this stuff anybody and uh you know oftentimes people get put into these weird categories like oh that's that oddball over there that's all this thing or not anymore i don't think i think people are kind of curious like more than they used to be anyways a lot of times people (laughs) would you know tongue-in-cheek it and goof off about it but even the news is starting to have more serious conversations about it do i think they're they're fully being legit and forthcoming on what they know as far as like 
the government telling them what they should be reporting on? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because I've been there where a crowd of people have witnessed a UFO and lots of video and photos and contacting the media and they don't respond. How is that not a news story? So they definitely get told, don't pay attention to this one, okay? If somebody talks about this happening, didn't see it. <laughs> I just don't even know. So anywho, um, so what I've been doing, I've been going through this awesome site. That's ufostalker.com. And I'm not sure exactly where they're getting all the reports from, but I suspect it could be MUFON. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I should probably look into that one day. But yeah, so you go there and read off the UFO sightings that are happening. And the, there's sometimes video and, 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 and photos and I'll watch the stuff now. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it and, and I'm giving you my honest opinion about what it is I come across. And a lot of times these people are reporting these things and they're not using the best language. Um, so if I'm like stumbling, I'm trying to make sense of what they're saying or skip over a swear word because <laughs> that's just what it is. Okay. So anywho, next, um, this, this next, uh, UFO story I got here. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, they got videos and stuff. Okay, hold on. All right, so this person reports. Where did this take place? Where did this take place? Come on, where is this? Oh, okay, Denver, Colorado, January 31st. Well, that's today, 2021. Hm. I got a fresh one, everybody. <laughs> so this person says, I was having my morning coffee. I generally look out my window while I'm doing that. Oh, it seems so picturesque. Uh, I looked up and I asked my friend if they could see that weird smoke trail. The trails were long at first and you could see that there was a direction change in the upper atmosphere. As it got lower to the ground, I would say within 1,500 feet, they slowly started changing directions and started heading east toward Buckley Air Force Base. There was no sound, no odor, no strange electromagnetic sensations. These objects did not appear to be in a hurry, and they maintained a straight heading. Had I not looked at them directly, I probably would have imagined them to be a chemtrail coming from an aircraft. However, all three of these maintain a perfect formation until they were out of sight. Okay, let's have a look at these photos. Oh, 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 this is really fascinating. Okay, next, next one. Oh, they got some pretty good zoom. Well, this is really weird. I could see why this caught their attention. Huh. And to have no sound? I mean, this is really, it, it's, I, I don't even know how to describe, but yeah, I could see like these smoke trails coming off from three objects that don't have a point to them, you know, in the front, like a, a plane would, you know? And they got a video here. See, I, I'm, I'm leery about playing videos because sometimes people start to swear in. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to try to mute this and hit play. Oh, it doesn't want to play. So anyways, all right, moving on to the next one. But that's really a cool one. Huh. This one comes to us from Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, this just happened yesterday, January 30th, 2021. And this person says, okay, hold on. This is from Facebook. A good friend took a picture of her kids on a roof. Afterwards, she notices the object in the top left. Looks a lot like the objects captured by the Navy 
that they have been releasing in the past few years. I don't know what the object is in the photo. Okay, let's take a picture. Loki. <gasps> wow. Oh, this is really tremendous. This doesn't look like a tic-tac, like those UFOs that the Navy was chasing. This looks like a disc, and it's kind of glowing. It's kind of a, a, a bluish hue to it. Wow, this is really, this is a good find right here. Okay, that was impressive. I'm impressed. Some of these photos, I mean, I love these random ones. Like, people don't notice it until they go look at their photos, and they're like, how did I miss that? I don't understand that phenomenon, actually. It's like, uh, how does the camera see better than us? You know, uh, it's, I don't know. It's kind of fascinating. Okay, this one took place Alpine, California, January 9th, 2018. Okie dokie. Um, they say, I was driving and wanted to take a shot of the sunset. Only later did I notice the super fast moving thing. It's a live shot from my iPhone, so you can slide frames and see how fast it is moving when compared to the car below it moving in the same direction. It passes in a blink of an eye. I was driving approximately 60 miles an hour. Okay, okay, all right, let's take a, let's take a look at this photo. Let's take a look. Oh, oh, wow. You know, I think that is the problem sometimes, you know, that... These things are moving so rapidly, unless they stop for a smoke <laughs> or a break of some type, do we catch a glimpse? And unless they want to look back at us too. So, wow, it, it, it's a, definitely some kind of object uh, in the sky there. I, I, I'm, I'm impressed by that one too, but it's a little, it's a little fuzzy, but it's because of its rapid speed. That's, that's just really cool. Okay. All right. So this next one, black triangle sighting, Albuquerque, New Mexico, January 30th, 2021. Oh, this just happened too. Okay. Okay. Where are we? Where are we? All right. They say me and my sister were outside looking at the stars and I noticed this thing in the sky and it looked weird. Like, like the lights were blinking kind of like in the shape of a triangle. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but like at the tip of the triangle, there's like a line that lights up too. It looked like it was moving. I took pictures of it on my phone and my camera focused on it right away. The lights on it look blue and it just looks weird. I tried taking a video of it, but you couldn't really see it. All right. All right. We're going to take a, take a looky here. Okay. So, you know, nighttime photos at, in the sky can be hard to decipher this is hard to decipher all right go into their next they got oh oh look at that oh okay all right all right i mean you had to be there to really take this in i'm i'm thinking but there's definitely like i thought you know what were, were they seeing stars that kind of look like they made a triangle no there's uh there's distinctive like anomalous lights. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. It kind of, yeah, I guess it kind of, kind of makes a shape of a triangle. So cool. You know, sometimes these UFOs are sneaky and, um, and we catch them and then they like to play a little bit. So I, I just, I find it fascinating when that happens, when people are able to capture it like that. You're just like, okay, I know a night sky, buddy. What are you trying to do? Try to play a trick? Uh-uh. All right. Oh, 
Oh, okay. This one is from Lebanon, Ohio, July 25th, 2016. And they say, gotta scroll down. Oh, did you not say? <laughs> it did not say. They just sent photos. Okie dokie. I'm going to look at these photos. I don't see anything there. Next one. Oh, wow. You know, people do get some really neat captures. Okay, so this looks like a sunset, all right? You see the beautiful colors and the clouds and all this. And then there's these weird speckles of light. You know, like the Star Trek Enterprise, when they put their cloaking device on and you get these little shiny spots? It's almost like that. It's kind of making a shape. And it's huge. And it's huge. And you know what? It kind of has... I could totally draw the Starship Enterprise. Like, I see the fuselage. <laughs> wow. This is a really good one. Oh, man. If you guys can go check this one out, ufostalker.com, and look for this one. It's pretty darn interesting. These people really had a good eye for this. I mean, honestly, I think that, that you could you could catch this one rather easily. Like, huh. Features dome appendages they put. It sure certainly has something. Um, wow. Huh. That that's a that was really that was really unique. That kind of gave me goosebumps. It really did. Alright, okay, so this next one. I'm going for the ones that have photos because they have so many things here. A lot of them are just reports of people saying, holy crap, but you get it. All right. This one took place in Blue Eye, Missouri, January 22nd, 2021. And is there a description? Do you have? No, no. Now I selected one that had photos supposedly, and there is nothing there and they have no description. I think sometimes people think something went through and they just click. And it didn't attach. Or then sometimes they report <laughs> uh, that they attached something, but they didn't. Okay. All right. So this one. Okay. I'm trying to make sure. All right. So this person says black triangle sighting. This happened in nah, Tennessee. <laughs> Is that a real place? N-A, Tennessee? <laughs> I was like, not going to tell you Tennessee? I don't know. Um, January 16th, 2021. And they say. On Saturday, around 5.55, around 5.57 p.m., I recorded these triangular-shaped lights from our back deck. I was facing east, so from this view, street lights, car lights, and house lights are visible below the triangular lights. We are able to hear interstate traffic from our home, so it may be audible in the video. Apologies for the bad camera work, as I had just noticed the triangular lights about 23 seconds into the first video. The second video, my kids were now present, <laughs> shows the same lights a bit further away and what appears to be a fourth light heading in from the right side of the screen. The sighting only lasted for a couple of minutes and the lights seemed to just disappear from sight after I'd stopped recording. Oh, well, they were done. All right. Okay, so I'm going to try to catch and mute this real as quick as I can. Okay, expanding. Because they start swearing. You know, kids are not... Oh, whoa, this is really cool. Oh, they slowed it down. Oh, man. Okay, goosebumps. Goosebumps. 
wow wow this is this is really tremendous wow i just you know i've seen major ufos okay i've been there with the jaw dropping moments and and when you're under it and when you're in the moment it, it's it's so awesome it's so awesome it's like my mind has already been expanded to other possibilities but it's so cool every single time and you guys this one is mind blowing it's against the beautiful backdrop of the stars but then there's this, these very distinctive bright lights that are forming a triangle and i'm sure it was easier to distinguish the the back of the sky against this thing versus what i'm looking at but oh man okay i'm sorry but i want to see this next video too it's <laughs> like oh wow this is so cool wow yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry i know i know this is a tease you can't watch it with me but you could so go visit this and check it out Ooh wee. yeah it really shakes up your reality and my reality like i said <laughs> I've seen enough. I, I don't have to be convinced, but it's always so cool. All right. Oh, here goes another cool named place. <laughs> powers, Michigan. <laughs> I got the powers. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a cool name. We had nah, and it was like, capital N small a like nah <laughs> and now we got powers Michigan I love it okay this is January 23rd 2021 and this person says their summary wow some people oh there it is okay at first when I saw it it was an extremely bright light that I thought was a meteor or asteroid however when it started to dim just a little it looked like in the pictures below if it would have been a plane I wouldn't have made a fuss about it, but <laughs> my father was with me, but he never saw it. Even though I tried my best to point it out to him, we were driving on one of the back roads we usually drive on from time to time, at least once every season. I took my camera with to try and get some good photos of animals and eagles and deers and things like that. My dad, he's a Vietnam era veteran and knows what planes and other conventional craft do look like as I do. And this didn't look like anything neither of us have ever seen. Hold on. Oh, okay. Probably you showed him the photos because you said you couldn't get him to see it. All right. I try to rationalize it, but I have no idea. Could this be a plane? Sure, of course. Just it's not one I've ever seen. It never made a sound. Not anything. And when it faded, it was just like it melted away almost. I took these photos completely stationary with my new Canon PowerShot S430. And it's included the original and the ones I circled is where the craft is to make it easier for the viewer. Oh, well, we're a viewer. All right. <laughs> oh, man, I can't see it make that thing out. Okay. Did you zoom? It's a dot still. Uh... I have a hard time with this one. Okay. This is against a bright blue sky. Okay. And there is a white dot. And I'm sure it was really impressive for the people. But 
I really can't. Uh, I, I mean, it, it's not ordinary. Okay, it's not ordinary. Uh, that shouldn't be a, a white dot in the sky that's not making sound and just hanging out. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. So I feel you. I feel you. I just, I just can't. Uh, I personally just can't make it out. Sorry. All right. So, um, you know, I could get carried away with these because they're so neat. Okay, I'm gonna do one more. I'm gonna do one more because okay, this is Norco. <laughs> Stop, Heidi. Norco. <laughs> Norco, California. October 8th, 2020. <laughs> I can't take it no more. Norco, just like you think it's spelled. Okay. <laughs> if you don't know what Norco is. Okay. Um, <laughs> is there a description for this? <laughs> Sorry. Under cloud cover, they say, truck driver looked up, saw hovering, then took off. That is their whole description of this thing he saw it and he took off all right okay i oh okay okay this is a this is a little weird it looks kind of like a a disc hanging but it is kind of hard to make out it's fuzzy it's in broad daylight okay and it's over the the highway here lots of cars going by and going under this and yeah. Huh. And there's a comment here. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not even going to read this comment's name. The, the name of the person. People are so perverted. Oh, they hate this, but I'll say what their comment is. Their comment is, it's a B2 spirit, 80%. They usually land at night to stay invisible in the area you showed on the map. In the 50-mile radius, there is an air base and naval weapon station. You know what? I'm sure this truck driver <laughs> has seen planes before. And, like, this is within a good enough distance where you should be able to make out it's a freaking plane. It doesn't look like so clearly that it could be a plane. You know, just because there's an air force base or air base nearby doesn't mean it's a plane. Okay? I... I I'm a big advocate for people trusting their eyeballs. Um, I have seen shows where they say people are not qualified to look up at the sky and decide for themselves what they're looking at. And that's just such bogus. I can say not a plane. It's not a plane, potentially, if this truck driver took the time to take the photos and report it. All right, we're going to skip on over to the news corner. I don't know. I should name it something. I did once. I really did. Can't remember right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, like I said, I've been into the alien UFO topic lately, and uh, I'm kind of rolling with it. I mean, I'm feeling it. If uh, somebody wants me to talk about something else, feel free to drop me a line at HeidiHollis.com. Okay. Um, but before we get to that, we have a word from our sponsors, which are always important. Okay, so think about it. You've got some great photos on your phone, but what are you going to do with them if you don't have free prints yet? You've got to get it. Okay, free prints is a free app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all of those photos for free. 
Yes, I said that. You get a thousand free four by six photo prints a year, and all you pay is a small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. So you just select the photos you want, choose the sizes, and you're done. Your premium quality prints will arrive on your doorstep in just a few days. So Free Prints is one of the world's favorite apps. I can see why, right? Download it now, freeprints.com, and start enjoying real professional quality free prints. No subscriptions, no commitments, just free prints. Again, go to freeprints.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints. Thanks, free prints. All right, so now going back to where we were with this. This is, this is just a cool story. Okay. Gotta dig into the aliens. Got to. Don't, don't know why, but I have a problem with this title. This comes to us from dailystar.co.uk. Horrified dog food factory worker. Being Home with Hunker is a podcast where we visit with designers, artists, and creatives in the spaces that express and shape their identities, their homes. If you love design and decor, if you're curious about how people live, or if you've been transitioning or transforming your own home, you'll love these honest conversations. Join us weekly at Being Home with Hunker. Visit hunker.com forward slash podcast where you can find, subscribe, and listen to the show saw seven-foot telepathic alien mantis while cycling home. Okay, what's my problem with this title? Did you really have to put, he's a dog factory, food factory worker before anything? I, I feel a little put down on that, you know? It's like, man who shovels snow saw, you know, you don't have to say that. Do you? Do you really have to? It's not necessary. You could have put it in the story anywhere, but this was like, look at this. This man has no education type of thing. You don't know that. You just don't know. Might be going to school. All right. So, um, but even if not, doesn't mean they're not intelligent. All right. So here we go. Um, exclusive. That's what it says. Exclusive. Um, Paul Frogart. Frogat? Frogat. 26 has sketched the E.T. he claims he saw and likened its pure alien hatred towards him to watching a spider eat a fly on a David Attenborough show. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Um, so this is the story. A cyclist says he fled from an evil seven foot tall telepathic alien mantis drawn in a picture of the bizarre creature for the daily star and I'm looking at it and this looks like a typical praying mantis, just a man eating size. All right. Paul Frogat, Frogat 26, what I said, likened his terrifying ordeal to a spider eating a fly on a David Attenborough documentary. The shaggy haired, really, really, you got to say that shaggy haired warehouse worker insisted he was not on booze or drugs as he shared his sketch of the ET with the daily star. He told of how he fled after stumbling across the creature as he cycled home through woodland in Warwick. This is uh, across the pond. Uh, Paul said, it sounds crazy, but 
I felt I could sense its feelings towards me. And it was just like pure alien hatred. You know when you're watching a David Attenborough documentary and you see a spider eating a fly and it's just a malevolent sense of evil? Why, yes. You know, this is, this is a really ugly looking thing, man. Ugh. Get a, a fly swatter would not do it justice. Have to get a kamikaze ninja after it. Um, he said he was forced to quit his job after skeptical colleagues dubbed him the Mantis Man of Warwick. <gasps> That's so mean. That is so mean. Oh my gosh, I got a problem with that. Okay, so Paul added he had been left traumatized and now struggles to sleep after cycling through Oakwood and Blacklow Spiny shortly after finishing a 12-hour shift at a dog food warehouse on July 16th last year. He said, on a Thursday morning at 5 a.m., I was cycling home from work and I saw something odd in the sky. It was glowing orange and it was a sphere just hovering on the horizon. At first, I thought it must be Venus or a satellite, but it seemed to be much closer than either of these things. And then they have a photo. Is that his photo? This is his photo. <gasps> this is a straight up UFO, everybody. It's uh, it's it's kind of, you could see it's uh, circular. And I don't know if that's a light under it or if it's reflecting the sun rising. Wow. I stopped on my way to take some photos. The object looked uh, a far bit bigger in person than visible in the photos. This is when the object started to move around and rotate in shape. I could see it was circular with the part sticking out from the main body. When this started, I got the chills down my back and felt like there was something wrong here. I hurried on my way home. As I kept cycling, I could swear the object was moving along my course. Oh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> Talk about a spider trying to get a piece of food. Um, but I just told myself it must be some kind of optical illusion. Why? Why? Why, Paul? I, won I, I entered a wooded area and lost sight of the object through the trees. Usually at this time of morning, there is a chorus of bird song and insects from the woods, but they were dead silent. He's got some more photos. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm just looking at the photos. Uh, he continued, as I cycled down the path, it came around a bend and I saw something I will never forget. Standing just a few meters ahead is what I can only describe as a humanoid praying mantis. This thing was at least seven foot tall, light green with a triangular head and big oval black eyes. It had all the features of a mantis, but stood on two legs and had a somehow human-like shape about it. I was completely frozen with fear for what felt like an age, but was probably only seconds. I stared into the creature's eyes and it stared back. Oh, heck no. I felt like it could read my mind and I could read it. I'm trying to look at more photos. My fear was replaced with something completely alien thoughts of utter hatred and evil. I felt projected from this thing. I suddenly snapped out of this hypnotic state and it made a step back as if it was going to pounce on me. <gasps> you are kidding me. 
And that's the end of the story? Is that how you end this story? Is that how you end this story? Come on. That's just not cool. I have to tell you guys, praying mantis are no friends of humans, okay? I have not heard many people say too many kind things. This is a thing, by the way. Praying mantis, uh, alien beings. I remember 20 years ago, people discussing them. And and it's always been like very bloody types of experiences people describe having. I, I've heard of these big, giant, tall ones like that. And I've also heard of some that are just like a, a foot or a couple of feet tall. I don't know if those are babies that want to feed on you. I, I don't know. But um, not kind. And I read somewhere that the most rogue beings that visit here are them. And they don't like us. Isn't that a nice feeling? Not many people want to kiss a praying mantis and they hate us and they're taller than us. And they've got these appendages that could like slice a fly in half. Oh no. Yeah. Not, not cool. But what a story. And and the photos are amazing that he took. So poor guy. This is, this is a problem. And this is one of the reasons why I like to talk about these things the way that I do without you know, always being so perfectly serious about it, but also taking it serious. This guy experienced something and he's being made fun of. So what? He's going to go into his paranormal closet and never talk about it again. But no, our boy here took a step forward and he reported it. Good for you, because this is something that could really help others. And this is something that needs to be spoken of more regularly. When people come across something like that, so utterly life-changing, it takes a lot of oomph and, and to get you out of that door and to tell others. Like, he could have kept this to himself. He didn't have to go to work. Of course people would poke fun about it. I've had people make fun of me reporting having seen something weird. But I learned to laugh, though, Paul. You do have to learn to laugh with it. and uh, But still keep your seriousness about your story. Don't let people kick you down and have you not speak about it because it is what it is. And people need to stop laughing uh, nervously at these things. I think that you do that sometimes because they've experienced something themselves that's a little bit out of the ordinary and they wonder about the possibilities. And Paul, I think if you gave some of these people the opportunity to ask more questions instead of just poking fun, I bet they would have. I bet they would have, but not in front of like the gang of people. No, it's those, it's, it's a uh, outside work. It's in the corner. I, I've had it. And people just like, so you're serious, huh? Heidi? Yeah. 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 I have seen demons. It is what it is. And I'm not going to change my story just because you can't handle it. Too bad for you. You know, it, it's a victimization that goes on. It really is. It's like the, the child that tells their mom, daddy's abusing me in the wrong ways. And there's no abuse. That's right, of course. And mommy goes, oh, please stop making stories up. You know, it, it, that's abusive. That's abusive. You need to have a better set of, of people to be around with. And apparently those people, yeah, I mean, they were abusive. But I think sometimes uh, you're going to find that not everybody's open to talking about these things, but then there's those ones that do. And those are the ones the story is meant to 
help change their perspective because they should trust your character and who you are and you standing by this. You don't just, who, who goes into work and says, I just saw the biggest alien on the planet and it's one that you've never heard of. Like it's not in the movies. Praying mantis aren't in the movies. No, no. Cause they're just not, they're not absolutely extraordinarily uh, different than our own bugs that crawl along here on this planet. So it's not, not freaky enough to make the big leagues, you know, not yet. I'm sure there'll be one coming up. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but who, it, who would go and make this up? Like, gee, Paul's been working here for a year. And he just came in talking about, you know, giant aliens that look like bugs. Is that something Paul's ever done? I mean, really? Probably not. So people, give the benefit of the doubt when somebody comes forward with these stories. It makes no sense to me. It's zero, just zero sense. People don't just wake up with this stuff. They don't just have a mental break about something that has been reported in the thousands worldwide already. This is not new, Paul. It's not. It's been around. And it's it's acknowledged by your government. How does that make you feel? Your government knows. <laughs> but they let you suffer and make you want to lose your job or quit or whatever and have your family and friends give you this bad title. I mean, they just kind of leave us hanging with this. They do not have our backs. No, no, no. Not when it comes to this stuff because... What is going on here, Paul, is bigger than anybody's sanity. It is greedy, it's power, and it's the wizards. It's the wizards. They want to keep this to themselves because they want to go and adventure in the stars. They want to go and keep the technology that's coming to them from this stuff. They know plain and well what's happening, but they will let us remain hanging. But it's okay, Paul. We've got a network of people that get it. And yeah, we got to learn to blend these topics with any other topic that we deal with in our daily <laughs> messes, I could say. We just have to. So we're not standing out so much. We're blending in because this happens to a lot of people. A lot of people. Because that praying mantis wasn't looking for you, Paul. Who do you think he was looking for? You just happened to come across him. I don't think he knew your path and your timetables of going through the park. I think he was probably going to go pounce on somebody else and he didn't like getting caught. It happens. But then there's those people that he probably visited and they caught him coming in or leaving or woke up with a bloody nose and didn't know why. These things are so abusive. Absolutely. And they hide the way they do. So our guard is down and they could victimize us in another way just like our people do you know victimize us over the same topic they victimize us physically and emotionally and throw that hate around now imagine paul this is another problem i have with beings like this that are rotten to the core like say you're at home and one of those is looking in the window and all of a sudden you feel hatred you look at your wife you're like are you hating on me are you hating on me and she's like what I'm not hating on you, Paul. <laughs> Where's the hate coming from? But you feel it. Because humans have the ability to do that. It's not just them trying to reach out and connect with you, Paul. Humans can feel that way. We can pick up on these things. And a lot of us are more sensitive than the next. And Paul, you 
might have been one of the rare people who could have actually seen that thing for what it was. Other people might have just kept on going through the park and not felt anything, but you did, and then you spotted it. That means you're a little bit more involved than the next person, and that means that being hated you for it. Do you get it? You get what I'm saying? These dark things do not want humankind to evolve, plain and simple. Keep dumb. Don't do this. Don't be psychically aware. When these things go after people, oftentimes it's because they are the more evolved one in the room. Not kidding, Paul. Not kidding. I have seen the evidence and the thousands of emails I've received over the years. So, yeah, it's not because you did something rotten. Not because of anything else, just that you were probably more gifted. So, Paul, your story is a lot heavier and thicker than most people realize, and probably yourself. But I'm glad that you stepped forward and you put it out there on the record because it was important. So, thank you. All right, you guys, we have come to the end of another fabulous show. This was a fun one. I'm really digging the UFO alien stuff. I'm going to just keep it going until I, I don't know, till whenever. Um, Remember, you can catch me here on Angels to Aliens with me, Heidi Hollis, the Outlander on Believe. And remember, go to HeidiHollis.com. And if you've experienced something out of the ordinary, please submit through that website. And if you'd like some advice and insight, send it on over to me. And remember, if you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. And we're available, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, TuneIn. We're available all over there and at Believe.com. That is B-L-E-A-V.com and at Believe Podcasts. And remember, please follow me on social media at one Heidi Hollis. So thanks for joining me here on Angels to Aliens. Remembering always if it's weird, we're here. Goodbye, everybody. Angels to Aliens, from ghost stories to angel encounters, Bigfoot sightings, alien abduction, near-death experiences, and more. Get advice and insight with Angels to Aliens, with Heidi Hollis, the Outlander. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.